Hey there, everybody, and welcome to Acme Podcast Incorporated. I'm Laser J, and I'm joined as always by my good buddy and co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Kai. What's up? Yep. Uh, we're finishing off our run-through of Venture Brothers this week with season six and seven. Uh, I misspoke last time, but six and seven for Venture Brothers. Uh, but before we get to that, we got weeks. Uh, what you got going on? Um, not too much. Uh, I did check out a lot of the uh, footage that was coming out for uh, Elden Ring. Mm, yeah. The the, uh, the the test for uh, the stress test came out for that, so a lot yeah. of streamers were putting out um, content. Yeah, I watched uh, both of the videos. Angriest Pat did. Yeah, no, I w- Pat, Pat stares at. I did. I watched Pat's uh, videos, and I watched um, some of the stuff that uh, Maximilian Dude put mm. out for, um, and some smatterings of other footage here and there. Um. Real excited for that game, but I'm always excited for Soulsborne. Yeah. It's weird having a Soulsborne game with a map. Yeah, and and actual background music. Background music? And, like, the world feels, like, proper open. It, it has that, like, Ubisoft map feel without, mm-hmm. like, all the downsides of Ubisoft gameplay. Yeah, it... It really feels like this is what Skyrim is what... This is the Skyrim people have in their heads. You know what I mean? Like, it has, like, a lot of, like, breadth. But also there's, like... Unlike Skyrim, there's depth. Not just uh, I, You know what I mean? I think it depends on the purse. I think it really depends on the crowd. Because for me and a lot of people, the thing with Skyrim is the roleplay opportunities. Mm, that's true. Because uh, that's what I really get out of Elder Scrolls and Fallout games. It, yeah, it's the ability to role play. Yeah, there's um, that. There's that aspect. But I'm I'm talking about in terms of like just the raw exploration aspect. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, this. It, the dungeons do look a little uh, copy and paste, but not as bad as the the Skyrim ones or the Dragon Age two ones. Yeah, and I really like how you can just randomly. Be walking around and then suddenly oh there's a dragon uh he's a coming yeah. yeah oh lord <laughs> um and i really like a lot of the uh they're really going hog wild with the sort of like the weapon arts and like magical bullshit that you can do yes it really feels like they're really zeroing in on what you but what a lot of people want which is be a spell spell sword yeah you want to be a spell sword um because yeah. another you could be a spell sword in other souls games but it wasn't like it was it, awkward it was awkward and it wasn't like like this and you can still be big big boy big sword big all the time hit hard yeah. uh fucking stamina man but you can also yeah. finally be a proper like spell sword guy yeah which is also nice. like uh, you could switch out the weapon arts. That looks real cool. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, all the weapon arts are like tied to weapon types. Yeah. So that's really cool. So if you, so like, I can see a situation where there's this one weapon where like ah, I don't really like its move set as much, but I like its weapon yeah. art. So I'm gonna learn the art and I'm gonna put it on the weapon I like. Yeah. So there's some weapons that you can't do that with, but the unique ones. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. Like boss yeah. weapons, you know, or something like that, right? Did you see that fancy one that he got half like 
halfway through or towards the end where it he got he took out that big caravan. Yeah, 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 yeah. That one's art is fucking wicked. But yeah. it looks like more flash than substance because I, I can't see how that would really be useful because it has such a big wind up. The big fucking uh I love the fucking unlimited blade works of like sorcerer summoning blades and like yeah. all those other summon bullshit. swords yeah that that I, looked real cool i love that shit that's really cool i also like the the summons the summon items where you have like yeah different kinds of summons yeah that that's real cool uh rather than having to fi- go find their marks yeah because in an open world it's i guess that you know what that might be why they did it because in an open world it's like not as easy you to run into like summon signs right yeah just walking around so i guess having well the guy like dudes that you can just summon for certain fights you know i feel like yeah but i also feel like a lot of the times there there are the boss run spots you know this, this is true but i mean for like just wandering around you know yeah just wandering around yeah yeah if you want like if you want to take out like a group of guys and you're like oh man if there was like if someone could help me that'd be real swell yeah you know I'm really interested in seeing co-op. Yeah, I'm wondering how they're gonna do co-op. Yeah, because I I I never play co-op, but I always like seeing it. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, I'm really interested in. Uh, we got obviously we got some lore, but I'm really I want more lore. Yeah, I really want. I want to see all the item descriptions. Yeah, I want to know more about like what 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 the tarnished are, what the fuck the deal is with the the demigods and all this other bullshit. Yeah, I want to yeah. know. Man, I I want an Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because an Xbox would be so much cheaper than upgrading my PC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like I need a. a I need a proper graphics. I my graphics card is like two generations old, and I can barely run new games on it. Damn. Yeah, I need to upgrade my RAM too. I need to get mm-hmm. processor is not that. My processor is like ten years old. Damn. Actually, ten years ago, this month is when I got my computer. Hmm. And the only parts I've replaced are the power source. The hard drive and the graphics card, and that's only when they crapped out on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I want an Xbox. I want to play this game. <laughs> well, it's not coming out for like a year, so. No, four months. I thought it was coming out in 20. Oh, yeah, it, it would be. It's only 22. It? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's November, God. my dude. Oh. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh... Yeah. The the fucking slow march of time is not so slow no more. Nope, nope. We're getting old, my dude. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Other than that, finally started playing fourteen again after taking a break little for break. a little bit. Yeah. Right on. Um, so getting back to the MSQ stuff, I'm still in a realm reborn. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm getting there. I'm like in the right. for, I'm in the forties, so I'll be getting to like the the, the end game stuff soon. Are you only gonna do to the 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 free trial? 
I uh, think you'll buy now. Um, uh, Adrian actually bought me the game. Oh, how sweet. Like a few months back when it was on sale. Nice. It's just been sitting in my uh, mog. To do. My mog shop thing. Oh, okay. So, like, it, when someone buys it for you, like, you can reimburse it whenever. Hmm. So that way I, I'm i not... So I don't have to reimburse it now, so I'm not... I want to get my full yeah uh thing out of the free trial right that makes sense no reason no no reason to pop it now yeah it's the the fiscally smart thing to do yeah yeah once i'm done with heaven's word which will be a whole other thing yeah and then i'll pop that and you know shadow bringers it up uh no stormblood's after that stormblood stormblood then then shadow bringers and then the new expansion heaven's word and then, yeah, it's Endwalker. And God! It, it's A Realm Reborn, Heaven's yeah. Word, Stormblood, Shadowbringers, Endwalker. You know, you said five different names, but mm-hmm. they all sounded the same to me. I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's just they all get jumbled up in my head. <clears throat> but yeah, um,. I had been meaning to get back to it. Just I just haven't I hadn't felt like it until recently. And then um, yeah. I know that I'm probably gonna have to not play it for a little bit two weeks from now because mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be playing it. So uh yeah. I don't want my game to die. Yeah. Because every, everybody and their mother is gonna be on. You think you get to 60 before then, or nah? Mm, no, because it comes out in December. Mm, yeah. You'd have to... I'd have to I'd have to book it. Yeah, you'd have to make it your eight hours a day, mm-hmm. seven days a week. I'd rather take it at a more leisurely pace. Yeah, I don't blame you, my dude. I'll get there when I get there. Damn right. I mean, I'm looking forward to getting to play some of the other classes, but, you know. Yeah. Like, I want to play uh, I want to play Dark Knight. Yeah. I want to play Samurai. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember which ones were added uh, for the free... I don't know what's in the free stuff. I think it's Red Mage, uh, Machinist, and Dark Knight mm. are the three classes that were in the the free trial that weren't mm. base that weren't base classes yeah because i think samurai is stormblood mm. yeah i think so um and then gunbreaker might have also been stormblood i think so uh but i'm not sure i don't know the the the, the breakdown on that shadow Shadowbringers was the more recent one, right? Yeah, Shadowbringers... Um, that was Gunbreaker. I remember Gunbreaker was Shadowbringer. Yeah, Shadowbringers also had a big rework of Dark Knight. Yeah. Because Dark Knight was sort of the poster boy for Shadowbringers. Yeah. I, I remember, because uh, I was... Mm-hmm. Our mutual friend, Kate, uh, was the only person I knew at the time playing it. And she would talk about it pretty regularly. I remember gun hearing about Gunbreaker around the time Shadowbringers came. So. Yeah. Um don't know who is all yeah, I don't remember which ones were released when. 
but let's know. look it up. Well, yeah, I, yeah, let's look it up. I'm already on. Jobs. Let's see. Okay, yeah, Dark Knight is in ARR, Astro, and Mac and Machinist. Uh, Heavensburg is Dark Knight. Okay, Heavensburg, right. Uh, as along with Astrologian and Machinist, yes. Stormblood is Samurai Red Mage, Shadowbringers is Gunbreaker and Dancer, and then Endwalker's getting... Uh, Sage and Reaper. Yeah, yeah. The thing, the classes that they added in ARR later on were Ninja and yeah, Blue Mage. Yeah, yeah. Which Blue Mage is a is is a weird one. It's a limited job. It's a limited job, and it's the only one. Mm. It it doesn't work like all the other classes because it's Blue Mage. Hmm. Interesting. There's like a whole, the whole thing. I don't know all the details, but like it, you literally have to like farm skills because you're a blue mage. Mm, yeah. You get them from monsters and stuff, and you can't do uh like MSQ content on level as blue mage because they can't account for blue mage. Because it's not a standardized class. You have to do it off off a level. Or you can't do Blue Mage your first time doing content. That's interesting. Yeah, because the, the, it's, it's so weird compared to all the other classes. Yeah. They can't balance uh, encounters around it. Hmm. Um, apparently there's... There's rumors about another limited job being added in Endwalker, so it's not the Black Keep. Mm. Uh, possibly Beastmaster. That would be interesting. Yeah, but we'll see. Um, I remember being interested when I was giving it a try. The one that I couldn't play that was interested that was interesting to me was Dancer. Oh um, yeah, I've been having fun playing Ninja. Yeah, because I get to fucking do Ninja hand signs and like. You ninjutsu. You get to Naruto it up. Yeah, I get to Naruto it up. Yeah. Throw, you know, throw the fucking fireball ninjutsus. Got a question. Yeah, what's up? Which is more insulting, saying Narutoing it up or saying Tenchuing it up? Um. Tenchuing it up isn't insulting. Narutoing it up is, but it's so ubiquitous that they can't blame you. Because I mean the the ninja run has become the Naruto run, even though it was in That's other true. it was in other anime before that. Yeah. But it's become so synonymous with Naruto. Yeah. You know. I miss Tenchu. Yeah, me too. It's the only stealth game I ever enjoyed. Yeah. Oh well. Maybe one day we'll get a spiritual successor to Tenchu. Uh, I think that's what Neo is. <laughs> is Neo a stealth game? It can be, mm -hmm. except for boss battles. I mean, I've never played Neo, so yeah. Um, you, you can you can stealth through it, except for boss battles. Boss battles are boss battles. But... Yeah, but uh, the, the only other thing that was worth mentioning was I watched Quentin's uh, Victorious video. Oh boy, no spoilers, please. I won't. But 
it's five and a half hours and Jesus. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I'm deadly curious. Yeah. I, I just want to watch the iCarly ones first because I feel like there's probably context. Oh, yeah, there is. Okay, I figured. Mainly talking about how the shows are connected. Absolutely. And like. The, the girl in Victoria, she was originally in iCarly. It's that MMA fighter who fought Carly. Yeah, they make, a rep, they make a joke about that. Yeah. And then, like, uh, he makes a bunch of fucking uh, Charlie string theories about alternate universes and other bullshit about the two shows. <laughs> it's, it's a whole thing. I can't, even, I, I can't even spoil you on anything. There's so much bullshit in all of those videos, and they're great. I can't wait. I'm oh, looking man. forward to his, his uh, next project, which is reviewing all the Garfield games. Oh. Yeah. The kart racing one isn't bad. But I mean, is there really such a thing as like a bad kart racer? Yeah. I mean, there's it's kind of hard to fuck up. Yeah. But at the very least they're fun. Well, snowboard kids maybe. He's Sorry, got go on. He's got almost all of the physical games. That oh. man is dedicated. Even though he's not going to play them. Uh, on the physical thing, because oh, okay. some of them are for fucking Mac. Yeah. <laughs> like Apple, like a fucking Macintosh. Yeah. But some of them are on floppy disks. He wants the physical prop to hold up for Makes sense. the video. Yeah, I feel him. He's also got like another video plan where he wants to talk about, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, knockoff Garfield merchandise. Hmm. Yeah, it's it, it's gonna be a fun time. I I love that man. He's great. He he's probably my one of my favorite uh, internet. I was gonna say internet video essay guys. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the and that's that's it. That's pretty much it for me. Nothing too. Okay. Oh wait, no, no. Um, there was one thing I wanted to mention. I, I, I always try and mention anytime there's a. I, I've talked about the the podcast. Go fact yourself a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I always want to mention whenever there's a cool guest. Um, okay. The last episode, uh, when they brought on the expert for someone's um, that thing. Uh, the the quiz was about '80s cartoon commercial, like toy commercial shows. Hmm. And the last question was about He-Man. Mm-hmm. So they had Alan Oppenheimer on. Oh, neat. Yeah, it was cool. You told a really right fun. On. You were told a really fun story about how every he he every time he's been in a taxi and he does the Skeletor voice, the taxi driver was almost crashed. Yeah, I heard. I heard him tell that on. Uh... Talking tunes. No, not talking tunes. Uh, uh, oh, I forgot his name. Maybe it is talking tunes. Rob Paulson's podcast. Yeah, Rob Paulson. Sorry. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking. That, yeah, I get the name confused with um. Uh, what a cartoon. No. The the one done by the Talking Simpsons guys. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, that's that's me. Okay. Not, not myself. Alright. Uh started playing Tales of Zestria. Oh yeah? 
Yeah, I got distracted though, but I plan on getting back to it. How you like it? I like it. I mean, I plan on getting back to it if I don't like it. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm mostly playing it because I know it it takes place. I, I want to play Tales of Bersi- Berseria. Ah, okay. Bers- yeah, Berseria. Whatever. Yeah, it's Berseria. Yeah, it's Berseria. Yeah, so I want to do Zestria first rather than do it the wrong order. But I, I like Zestria. It's it's fun. I like that I can put sunglasses on everyone. Yeah. Uh, I like that the night lady is the one who fishes. Yeah. I love her. Yeah. Uh, but then I got distracted because I learned about a hilarious exploit in Fable Anniversary Edition, and I wanted to try it for myself. Mm-hmm. And anytime I touch Fable, I have to finish Fable. Of course. Uh, because it's my favorite game of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I I made the mistake of letting myself get sucked into a completionist run. Mm. Which I've never actually done before. Or you can't actually do a completionist run. Uh, because there, there's certain things get that get locked off if you do certain other things. But mm-hmm. you can do as close as completion. But basically, it's a uh, infinite money glitch mm. uh, and item duplicating glitch as well, where you have to use keyboard and mouse, and it's basically like you. It, it's messing with shop inventories. Basically, you you um you have these tabs that you switch between for different item types, so like potions, food, etc., and you just get a bunch of apples like and then you uh because they'll green apples will always be at the top of your food section mm-hmm. and then you switch to the other and then you uh, get the sell all of that item selected and then you switch to another tab and it'll leave the window the tab popped open with uh sell like 219 for the item that's worth more oh and so you end up selling like 219 mana potions or health potions. Hmm. And you can make stupid. Ma- I-, I had at one point uh, by selling flame augmentation stones that way, I made 9,999,999 gold, which is the highest amount of gold you can have. Yeah. Uh, and then you can directly turn that into experience by duplicating uh, red meat, fish, and carrots, hmm. going to Grey House, which is a zone, uh, getting a big combat multiplier, and then just eating meat uh, until your combat multiplier dies down because it multiplies the experience given by the foods. Hmm weird uh before being halfway through the like i think i was not even a quarter of the way through the game i had maxed out every skill every spell Hmm. it's incredibly broken and i love it Hmm. anyway so yeah that that's sort of been my two oh i uh i got an incredibly super part-time job a seasonal part-time job at GameStop, but eh, something. I mean, like, I've had 
like one shift a week the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they're like three hour shifts, so I'm only making like after taxes twenty seven bucks. I mean, it's better than nothing. It's but, better than nothing. Yeah, but it, it's not you know paying bills. Yeah. Money. But it, it, I can at least say I'm employed while I'm applying to other places. So that's yeah. the real value. Yeah, there you go. Uh, other than that, oh, I started reading Stone Ocean. Uh, I haven't gotten very far, though. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, they, I think they just announced uh, when the anime was coming out on the 1st of December. Yeah, and someone somehow got it leaked. <laughs> of course they did. There's a bunch of, like, by going into sections you're not supposed to on Netflix, they found, like, they got all the episodes. That's how you're seeing a bunch of screenshots. Mm. I'm up to chapter 44 right now, so I don't think I'll finish it before then. I mean, but... yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's me. So let's get into the upkeep. We got both uh, Molly McGee this week and Amphibia. Uh, Molly McGee, we've got Monumental Disaster and the Talent Show, and let's get into that. So... Got historical revisionism. Historical revisionism and a parody of Pecos Bill slash Paul Bunyan. Yeah. Oh, man. A little bit Davy Crockett, too. Yeah, a little bit Davy Crockett, a little bit it's Pecos. It's, he's kind of all of the sort of the folk hero. Yeah. You know. the, the song is specifically the Disney Davy Crockett song. But... Yeah, and it's referencing the Pecos Bill thing of, like, lassoing a tornado. Yeah. And he's got like this the a Paul Bunyan energy, and he, instead of a a bull, it's a bear. Yeah, you know, the whole shebang, right? Yeah. The, the only thing that would have made it like you is if you planted turnips all all across the land and used Johnny Appleseed. <laughs> I mean, didn't he kind of do that in uh, in Brighton? Kind of, but only. Brighton. I mean, the myth version. The myth least. version, yeah, and then. Turns out it was a sister. Yeah. And the only reason to remember the other way is because he owned the publishing company. <laughs> yeah. I did enjoy seeing more, like, ghosts being actively harmful because the only one, other one we saw was the lady who was missing her toe. Yeah. I, I'm glad we're seeing other ghosts. Yeah. And that... then, like, doing ghost things. Yeah. Yeah, um, that was... It was a fun... Part I like talent show more personally. Yeah, I did too, mainly because it was Libby focused. Yeah, and I love Libby. Yeah, uh, it was fun. Sort of uh, the through line of uh, the that episode and the the uh, the one with the founder was Libby knowing about ghosts. But yeah. McGee, Molly's still not telling her about Scratch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, just, I'm still curious as to why she's... Like, her family knows. Yeah. I don't get it. What's wrong with telling your best friend about your ghost friend? Probably fear of being seen as weird because she's sort of been the kid that moves around and the new mm. kid's always the weird kid. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess so. Um, 
I've dealt with that enough in my life. Yeah, yeah. I did enjoy Scratch throughout the entirety of the talent show. I was just like, yes, misery. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <sighs> I think my talent favorite. Shows are miserable. I think my favorite one out of the these four was All Systems No. I have not seen that. I have not seen episode nine yet. Really? It did not air today. Well, then how come I saw it? Beats the hell out of me. We talked... Okay, hold on. I'm looking at the schedule here. We talked about Mazel's of Livia No Good Deed last time. Yes. And the turnip twist and All Systems No premiered on November 6th. Not for... Not on who? Uh, I The only one that aired this morning was Monumental Disaster and Talent Show. Yeah, and that's the 13th. I'm talking about last week's episode. That was... Oh my god, I never watched that episode. (laughs) No, that's not possible. Uh, You sent them to me. Oh my... No, I did... I did watch this. I just completely fucking forgot about them. I mean, Turret Twist is pretty forgetful, but, like, I really liked All Systems Know. Yeah, All Systems Know is fun. I, I remember them now, but, yeah, uh, I, I, just, I guess I didn't like them that much, I, to be I, honest. I just like All Systems Know because it's more about, it's like we get more um, Scratch and Molly being friends. Yeah. Very cute. Also... Um, I have a I have a theory. Okay. So when Scratch gets pulled into the fucking I'm just gonna call it the ghost zone. Um the ghost zone in all systems no. They the the, the head ghosts are like, Man, your your misery is at an all time low and I'm like, wait a minute. Hold on. Is that because Molly is miserable? Like does Molly does her positivity account for like so much positivity that when she's sad it like makes the town more miserable that's an interesting theory like she she has so much positivity that it's like worth like 20 or 30 percent positivity relative to everybody else yeah but when she was depressed and all systems know, they called him in because it was like, wow, it's at our all-time low. Good job, Maybe Scratch. it's like... Sorry, go on. Like, good job, Scratch. Yeah. So, I don't Maybe know. Maybe it's like... Um, she's miserable, so she's not able to actively do the bringing joy to others thing, bringing up everyone else's joy. Hmm. But she was helping other people. Is the thing. Yeah, that's true. When she was saying yes, and when she was miserable, she was helping other people. That's true. So, like, I think that Molly's positivity is, like, worth three or two or three times as much as the average person. Yeah. Which would make sense. Considering... Yeah, but uh, yeah, it it does kind of feel like it just it could have just been a 
a gag. Irony. Just yeah, just a gag. Just I like, mean, yeah, but also, but you it, know, it it would be more interesting if it, that was the case. Yeah. I mean, we're I'm eventually looking forward to the season finale. Is obviously scratched, like having like Molly defending him in Ghost Court, like that. We're that's yeah. where we're headed. Yeah. Something. Because we're we're he almost he they they warned that he would get sucked into the 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 ton the thing of failed phantoms in the turn up yeah. episode. So, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, not too much else to say other than that. Uh, we we got. We've got episode titles for the next three episodes. No. Oh. Uh, Scratch the Surface and Friend Off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Festival of Lights, Hanukkah, and Saving Christmas. Oh, so we get uh, a we get a Hanukkah and a Christmas episode. That's nice. Yeah, and then Game Night and the Don't Gooder. Hmm. Um. Oh my god, I can't. I hope Game Night is literally just a bottle episode of the McGee playing board game. That would be pretty good. With Scratch. Yeah. My theory is that the, the, uh, what's the word? The conflict of the episode is that Molly's mom is super competitive. That would be fun. That would be very fun. And everybody else lets her win because they don't want to, like, sit except for scratch because he wants to win yeah it'd be very good yeah it's already been renewed for a second season oh molly mcgee yeah before it even began airing cool happy for them yeah i'm just trying to see if they they ever disclosed what the uh season order was for so we know how many episodes it's gonna be hmm uh, it doesn't seem that information's on Wikipedia. Mm. Oh, whatever. Hey, yeah, I completely forgot about Turn of Twist and All Systems. No. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they try to make the town more. They try to fix the Turnip Festival. Yeah. Get into uh, the, the Midwest, whatever the fuck it's called, Midwest Midwest Monthly. Yeah. Then you already explained those also systems no. Yeah, yeah. The they do the I can only tell say yes, I can only say no plot yeah. line. It it it's a it's a very well done plot line that has been done a lot of times. Yeah. I think I like this one. This I like this take on it more than other ones that I can remember. My favorite scene is when they're sitting in the room and she just last minute gets him to braid her hair. Yeah. Very cute. But anyway. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to Amphibia. Okay. So we got Mr. X and Sprig's birthday, and then Spider Sprig and Olivia and Yunin. Oh, boy. So Mr. X is not what either of us expected, I think. No, he's not. Uh, if he's a pastiche of uh, fucking RuPaul or whatever. I mean, he's played by RuPaul. Is he? Okay. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah. yeah, 
it this was only a it was only a matter of time before government agents started looking for the planter. Yeah, truly. Uh, her parents were the stars of this episode, as far as I can. Mister and Mrs. Boonjoy. Boonjoy. Yeah. I I love them. They're the best. They're the fucking best. I I love Mister Boonjoy. Look, I even put up the put back the pull bar. <laughs> <laughs> Broke his back. Yeah. Or the one that got me was when they were explaining how they were like, how did you save us? And Mrs. Boonjoy, she stopped her car in front of the FBI and pulled out Domino out of a hat. Yeah. I'm just like, what? And they, uh, they, they messed up the breaker in the movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. How did you know which stall we were in? Oh, it's probably the tracking device we put in Hot Pop. Uh, they're, they're my favorite characters now. Oh, they're great. I love them. Uh, Spring's birthday is another, you know, cultural differences type of thing. Uh, it's just a cute episode because, you know what? Yeah. It's been a while since Sprig and Anne have had an episode together. Yeah, just, they're just, them, just them. Yeah, just them being dumb, dumb hooligans. Spran against the world. Yeah. Also, we find out how old Sprig is. He's 11. He is 11. Baby. Yes. Oh. Uh, Spider Sprig is just... Superhero parody. Specifically Spider-Man 1 and 2. Also, the Tarantula is just a common writer. He's a common writer with Spider-Man pastiches too, but yeah. Like, he... He had the 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 freaking the 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 little uh, what's it called the muffler and the yeah his color scheme he's just common writer yeah but I mean like his story beats are more oh yeah he's Spider Man yeah but he's like he's supposed to look like common writer yeah he also has a little bit of uh, I'd say best writer flavor just because most common writers are human yeah it was like it was a pastiche of a lot of things yeah. But it was definitely trying to emulate one Common the Rider. Common Rider slash the Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. And, yeah. And Toku in general. I mean Otto fucking looks like Alfred Molina. I mean, isn't he voiced by uh what's his name? Brad Garrett. Brad Garrett, yeah, the guy from yeah. uh fucking Everybody Art. Loves Raymond. Everybody loves Raymond, yeah. Yeah. But he looks like Alfred Molina, who was Dr. Octopus. And he's got yeah. the robot arms. Yeah. Uh, I hope. And he... his name, his last name's Otto. <laughs> I hope he comes back for the big finale where the Earth is invaded, and he comes to help with his cool robot arms. Yeah. Also, his his granddaughter has main character vibes. Come on. Oh, she does. She looks like fucking she... baby Gwen Stacy. Yeah, it's, they're both gonna be back. They have such unique looks. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, that was it. Was just a fun, fun yeah. episode. Uh, let me. Uh, before we get into that, uh, Polly gets some really good lines. Oh yeah, about like, like, you can't solve society. You can't solve systemic societal problems by wearing a sock on your head. Watch me. <laughs> we gotta get you to stop watching so many things on the internet. Yeah. Uh, then Olivia and Yunin. Uh, 
that oh man, they they faked me out. I thought, oh, everything's good. They're going to escape. They're going to get. Oh no, god damn it. We got a lot god happened. A lot happened in this episode. Yeah. Number one, these newts are girl. These newts are gay. Yeah. Number two, we finally got some solid answers about a lot of things. Yep. Uh, that the Mossmen and the weird ghost things and whatever, they were from other worlds. Yeah. Which I think we suspected Yeah. Uh, early on, but I don't remember exactly. We've, we've had a lot of theories. Mossman has big uh, Gravity Falls vibes to me. Oh, yeah. Um... And the Mossmen sort of like. At first, I thought there was this weird, this weird mystical shit because when we first saw them, but um, turns out they're from another world. I guess. Yeah. They're aliens. Or whatever. It's all relative, really. Yeah. And then the the I think the king name dropped them as the Shadowfish. Yeah. Yeah, the weird like see through, deep sea creature things. Yeah. I'm giant. Amoebas. I remembered seeing screenshots from this episode before it came out, and I saw Yunnan with the flower in her hair, and I'm sad that Olivia's the one who didn't give her the flower. Yeah. Uh, but what? What? I'm sorry. Um. Mm-hmm. You go on. No, no, no. What were you gonna say? I was. Gonna, what if they're like not? Ex- you know how bugs are fucking giant. Yeah. What if these are just giant like like the, the like little water bear type things oh. they're just like giant versions of those tiny little bugs that are see-through that live in water that you never that you can't see with the naked eye like and they're just giant like zooplankton or whatever yeah yeah i can see that there's something similar for sure yeah like they're like aberration-esque also yeah like cthulhu kind of yeah speaking of cthulhu Ooh, Elder. It's it's like it's an AI. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be some sort of like Elder God, but it's like a it's a fucking magic AI. Yeah. I did not call that in a million years. No. It's it. He said it was like what like all. It the... is the collective consciousness that have been digitized of their greatest minds of the past. Yeah, it's a it's a weird ghost. Uh. It's the ghost in the machine. It's the ghost in the shell, one might say. Yeah. It's the, But it is the literal ghost in the machine. Yeah. One wonders... I mean, it's also basically like Johnny Silverhand in Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, I never... I never... I don't... I know. That that, that reference was for people listening. Or fucking... What's a, what was her name in System Shock? I never played System Shock. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> insert your evil AI here yeah but it's like a collective so it's like and yeah built around a core and now it's in Marcy yep that was it was it was inevitable yeah inevitable I hate that yeah you know hmm I did like seeing Woozy Marcy. Yeah, Woozy characters are always fun. I what would, I 
I didn't read what that towel that Olivia brought out said. It was I Heart Newtopia. Love that. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for her. Yeah. Uh, also, it, it might have been some like flavor of that. Like, I don't, I don't, I think, I'm pretty sure it was I Heart Newtopia, but it, I'm not positive on the symbol. It might have been like a bug. Or something, but I'm pretty sure it was I Heart Utopia. I have a theory. I wonder if one of the minds inside of the AI is the the frog we've been seeing. The, Maybe. the one who the one who brought the calamity box to Earth. Cause they're clearly the um the green gem wielder, possibly. If Yeah. If if the king is the blue and the toad was the pink one, mm. then possibly. But that's, that's you know, that's a theory. I mm. I don't think so. Uh, that, that, because the, the frog escaped. Like, they don't know where the frog went. That That's the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, she, and uh, we saw her coming to Earth in the mural. Yeah. But we don't know if she ever, uh, it's unclear. Yeah, it, it, we'll find out what the more about the the weird core ghost AI. What are the fuck? I I feel like the smarter thing on a plot scale would be that she wouldn't go back because they could torture her for the information. This is true. On how to get there, whatnot. Yeah, it makes you wonder where she is now. I mean, she's dead, probably, but like, yeah, where? this was hundreds of years ago. Yeah, but where, where, where did she end up? You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I am curious. I'm, I'm looking forward to um, our obvious big climactic battle with evil Marcy, uh, Anne and Sasha. Yes. Looking forward to that. Yeah. And freeing Marcy from the evil AI. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Looking forward to it. For sure. I also hope that they use the VR thing again for more more fucked up horror shows. Yeah, that was fucked up. That was some Dark Souls shit. Body horror shit. Yep. It's like weird amalgamations. Especially at the yep. end when all the holograms like were partially cut off and fused together into one. Yeah. Casual body horror. I love it. I love me some casual body horror. Casual body horror is the name of my new metal album. Yeah, that, that would be a good one. Yeah. But... Uh, the big bad is not what I expected. I was, again, I was, from the beginning, was like, oh yeah, this is some eldritch deity from, like, another world or some shit. But no. I do have one complaint. Yes. Actually. Um, Mm -hmm. based on body language we've seen prior in the series, it feels like they're going to go for the King Andreas endgame redemption. Like he, I he don't turns at the last get... second. He will, but he will die in the process. Yeah, he will die. I would rather he doesn't. Mm. But 
just just because you know i, I we've think, been over this before you know i but, think the power move is marcy is freed of the the thing mm-hmm. and the the core chooses him as the host and the big final boss is andreas with the thing inside of him my choice would be um once they get there the core is just like mm, don't need you anymore and he's dead Never even gets the chance to redeem himself. I mean, I'm not saying that's that's not redeeming himself. That's literally just he gets possessed. I'm saying he never gets. Yeah, I know, but that's mm. I what in what what part of that? I, was... that? I'm not talking about your. I'm not talking about compared to your thing. I'm talking about compared to what my expectations for the actual thing is now. Oh, okay. Based on you know body language uh, and how the the scene was shot. Mm. Well, composed really, but. Yeah, I, I think the that's what's I think that's what's gonna happen for me. He's gonna get fucking possessed by the thing, and that's our gonna be our big final battle. Hmm. Uh, how and how and what everything that happens to get there is up in the air, though. Yep. Uh, but we'll that's it. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll get into Adventure Bros. We'll see you then. Hey there, everybody, and welcome back. Uh, Adventure Bros. Season 6 and 7. I don't need to read the full cast list, the crew list, all that again. We've done it a few times already. Yeah, also this uh, includes all this in Gargantua 2. Yeah. Uh, important information, Jackson Public, uh, Doc Hammer. Th- those are... Kind of, you know, they're, they're the big, they're, they're the big ones. Yeah, they're the sole writers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's one other person, but uh, he only wrote Lee like, one direct, episode. Do you know Lee directed all the episodes of season seven? Okay, right on. Yeah, a uh, Doc Hammer and Jackson Public wrote a lot of the episodes, but she directed. Yeah, season seven. they wrote all of them. Yeah, but you know. Yeah. Okay. Uh. So yeah. This, uh, starting with uh, at the end of all this in Gargantua 2, uh, we get the status quo change of the teams rich again and in New York, and Brock's back in full. Yeah, Brock's back. Hatred is still there, but he's like... He's a receptionist. He's a receptionist. He's made <laughs> into a joke, even more of a joke than he already was. Yeah. And Monarch... Uh, Moves. Monarch's poor now. More, well, yeah, Monarch's poor now, and no longer a level. I don't know what level he was originally. I don't think they ever mentioned. They never really talked about levels all that much. But yeah, lots yeah. of lots of guild stuff in these seasons, as well as a like a lot of guild lore, a lot of stuff with like um, Rusty doing actual science for once in his goddamn life. Yeah, or directing Billy and Paul and Peter. Yeah, White and and Billy kind of become proper main cast members, which is good. I I really like them. Yeah, they 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 deserved to be main cast members. Absolutely. And getting Brock back as like more of a main cast member again. Yeah. And also, we get a lot of. Uh, Lots and lots of Gary and Monarch together. Yeah, they they really became best friends these last two these these two seasons. Like 
Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, this was, uh, I think season five was where I really hadn't, like, I'd only seen bits and pieces of season five, but season six and seven, absolutely nothing. Yeah. So it was all new to me. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Huh? Uh, what do you think? Easily the best season yeah, so far. Absolutely. Like, not even close. No. I, I, like, devoured both of them within a few days. Yeah. Uh, I... Four has a little bit of a warmer place in my heart just because of that season finale, but... Yeah. No. Uh, I think overall season progression, yeah, six and seven are the best. Yeah, there's a lot, like... There's a lot more spread out focus. Yeah. Like... It doesn't feel like um, the focus is on Doc and Dean and Hank specifically. It's more like everybody we've come to know in the show kind of gets stuff. Yeah, particularly the monarch. Hank gets a lot, and Hank, the monarch for Hank sure. and the monarch get the most in these two seasons. Yeah. Um, and so does a. Uh, uh, what's her name? Fucking um. I remembered. Dr. I was gonna Girlfriend? say. Yeah, Dr. I was. Mrs. The Monarch. I was gonna say her real name. Sheila. Yeah, Sheila. Sheila gets a lot. Yeah, she does. There are some characters I'm surprised that they didn't bring back, and some characters I'm surprised got as much as they or like they they ended. I ended up liking more, or they just got a lot from them. I guess the writers ended up liking, like, specifically um, Red Mantle and uh, Dragoon. Yeah. They really did a lot with those guys in these two seasons. They really did. They're, they're very fun. My favorite is, like, when they're just, like, uh, procrastinating reading their letter and watching Delton Abbey. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was earlier. It was last season. We discovered their uh, their buddy Holly and the Big Bopper. Oh yeah, that's right. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, but th- this they have a lot of fun stuff in this one. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so does uh, Doctor Z. Doctor Z. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite with Doctor Z was when they were like trying to like assassinate the leader of the the peril partnership and yeah. he made the statue of, of chicken nuggets yeah. and then he wrote down a thing it was like oh great i have to eat this slip of paper too he's the best holdover like holdover from the johnny quest stuff he is on on this show easily oh yeah for sure like not even a question um and but my favorite like new character is Red Death. Red Death is possibly Clancy Brown's best role. And he's had a lot of good roles. I don't know, Lex Luthor though. Mm. He's so good as oh, Lex Okay, Luthor. but but without the eyes of nostalgia. I don't know, even without nostalgia, Lex Luthor is like one of Clancy Brown's best performances. I, I oh, I'm not just dis- I'm not di- I'm not disagreeing with that. Mm-hmm. I just 
I think I just prefer Red his Red Death performance over the Lux Luthor one. That's so. fair. I I just find the the switch yeah. from yeah. such a nice friendly guy to so much more menace than Lex Luthor has ever exhibited. Or literally any other villain in this entire show. Yeah. Mm, maybe Mon- well, Monarch had some good moments. Mo- yeah, but he was never as threatening. No. Like... Do- Dr. Dugong. I mean, yeah... Which, by the way, I can't believe that fucking came back. That was back. really good, Pam. I yeah. can't believe that came back. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of shit that came back that I can't believe came back. I can't believe Dr. Dugong came back. <laughs> I can't believe that shit about Sharky's machine from uh, fucking Gargantua 1 came back. Yeah. By the way... That plot twist... like Or fucking... um. Uh, what was his name? The robot. Uh, Venturian. When or Ventur- the Venturian. Vendata. Vendata. Vendata turned out to be fucking the Blue Morpho. Who's the monarch's dad. We also learned the monarch's real name, Malcolm Fitzcarraldo. <laughs> uh... <laughs> and also that he, much like Derbit, is uh, Rusty's biological brother. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's fucked up, man. Which is the 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 big thing at the end of the season seven. Yeah, and I loved, like, I have to tell him I cannot hold it in. Yeah, and just like, are you fucking kidding me? Echoing, <laughs> even though they're in yeah. space. Mm. Well, they're they're. They're in the machine. Yeah, yeah. Not the machine, the, the base. Yeah, I also enjoyed uh, the new dynamic of uh, freaking Action Man and Billy's mom and the, the gentleman and, and Kano just kind of hanging out. Yeah. I really, I've really grown, I've really grown to like Billy's mom on the, uh, on this rewatch. Yeah. Like, I, I love that thing where, uh, fuck, what's his name? St. Cloud came to like, Come, and she was like, "I'm gonna beat him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep beating him up until my arthritis kicks in." And I just took my just medication. Took... Yeah, I just took my progeria. <laughs> <laughs> or no, my favorite bit of that was when he came out of the bathroom and he was like, he had but covered himself in makeup and it's like, "How do I look? You look like a fucking <laughs> oompa loompa, but at least you don't look like an old lady beat the shit out of you." Uh, uh, the comedy in this is somewhat like season six and seven. I mean, it was like they were really getting there in season five, but like season six and seven have completely done away with all the the humor that I disliked about the earlier seasons. Yeah, uh, it, it. I think even they realize it's easily the worst part of the show. They still get to be edgy and sort of offensive without being like irreprehensible yeah it and it's much smarter irredeemable yeah it's much smarter writing also yeah it's a lot more like character focused writing as opposed as opposed to gag focused it's not punching down as much exactly like it's not relying on just saying shit you know yeah and it's more like directly 
dialogue and character focus. Yeah. You still get referential humor, like the whole fucking coma dream, but... Oh, yeah, fucking Barbarella. I meant to watch Barbarella before we did this. Um, I own it on Blu-ray. I still never watched it. Uh, not, not great. Yeah, I don't, I don't expect it to be. It's a bikini in space movie. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, the going back to the blue morpho thing, that whole thing, and like Doctor Venture's fucking head inside of the weird like prob- the problem, the problem. It's like. I feel like we didn't. I feel like once we moved past that episode, we just didn't talk about it. <laughs> we just moved on. No, it's probably for the best that we didn't. <laughs> I mean, yeah. No, no, it would have been really entertaining if that was like an entire season. But I think the fact that it's mm-hmm. just a one or two episode thing is way more on brand. Yeah, I don't know. It's it just feels like we should have at least made a passing joke about it. Yeah. Something. Um I, I I feel like we'll get that in the movie. Yeah, fair. The, something something'll come up. I think that the, the the dynamic that I really enjoyed a lot in this these two seasons was we might mention the Gary Monarch friendship, but I love the monarch bumble fucking his way up to level ten. Yeah. <laughs> like when they did the whole heist and it was like I forgot to break my flying wings. This is my wing cape. <laughs> like, here's your here's your wings. Your cover for me was that I shit my pants. <laughs> There's a lot of really fucking funny shit on these two seasons. It, yeah, it really is. Man, we... We could go episode by episode breaking it down, but that that's really not good. what this show is. I did enjoy seeing Orpheus again. I he it's it kinda sucked that the triad are kinda like, you know, not there anymore. They sort of hinted if the show had gone on, we would have gotten more because they you know, the it's got a Doctor Strange window. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um uh, but the show they never had the time, and I doubt they'll probably show up in the movie. I feel like the movie has to be a last hurrah for all the characters. Oh yeah, uh, we do. We, do we know anything else about the movie? We don't know a release date. We don't have any idea about what it's about. Mm-hmm. I just have a wish list. Mm. Yeah, uh, I don't know. There's a lot that I would want from that movie. It needs to be a send-off, because I, I don't think we're going to get another movie. We're not going to get another season. So. Yeah, unless some somebody like HBO Max or somebody like grabs it or something. I would love it if HBO Max grabbed it. It wouldn't shock me. But the fact that they haven't yet is what yeah. worries me. Or maybe there there could be talks, but like no, not a deal hasn't been reached or something. Yeah. Because HBO Max grabbed Harley Quinn like, yeah, they did. Which, by the way, uh, sidebar to that. Wait, no, that's Netflix. Never mind. Uh, Centaur World season two. Oh, Oh. is it already up? No, uh, but there's a trailer for it. Oh, okay. I haven't seen the trailer. Yeah, yeah. It uh, see we got a we got Centaur World season two coming out. Right on. 
I'm excited. Yeah, they yeah. left off with a real big status change, status quo change, and I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. I, I still need to watch it, uh, season one, so. We've got it scheduled for later this season. Oh, yeah, that's right. We do. Uh, maybe when it count, maybe by the time we do that episode, season two will be out. We can just talk about both seasons. We had it paired with Infinity Train. Oh yeah, you, you know what? Yeah, I really, wanna, uh, I really want to talk about Infinity Train. <laughs> I mean, we now that we've switched some things around, we have an open episode that yeah. we could just put Infinity Train on. Yeah, we could do the first two seasons of Infinity Train, but um. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Centaur World we have right now slated for uh, the last week in December mm-hmm. would be when the episode comes out. So we'd be watching it like mm-hmm. the last two weeks or so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the two things that I'm like really bummed out about at the end of going back to Venture Brothers that I'm really mm-hmm. bummed out about with the fa- how the season ended was like we had two cliffhangers. Yeah. Number one is the thing with Monarch and Rusty. The other is fucking Hank running off to be the back. Yeah. And it's like... Uh, you know what I think... Okay, you know what I think we're going to get in the movie? What? It, we're going to get, like, several months later. Right? Or something? Yeah. And, like, Hank as the bat several months later or something? Hmm. But we'll we'll get like bits and pieces of the months that we didn't see. What I was hoping for was like forty years later, Hank and Dean are reuniting for the first time, oh. and we sort of just get flashbacks to, and we see how every like it like it's Rusty's funeral or something. Oh man, that'd be yeah. Brock is old as shit. Yeah, everybody's old as shit. Yeah. That that that's sort of what I want, but that doesn't really feel like what they do. I feel like I would love that. I would too. They'll either pick up right where it left off, but or they'll just like do what you said, like six months, three years, or whatever. I you know. But, I I would love for like twenty, like let's say twenty years, right, and or yeah. forty or what, whatever, what have you, right, and then like. I meant to say that they're in their forties. Something. But, something. Yeah. And then like. We times get forward, and then like all we a, a bunch of stuff, other stuff we would see in that is like, uh, uh, Widewell died and the daughter took over, and she's arching either Dean or Hank. That would be fun. And then uh, Triana shows up as the new fucking sorcerer supreme, you know, yeah, whatever, right? I. I... I kind of feel like a lot of these character stories, though, are breaking out of their parents' bullshit, though. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, like, a lot of... Like, I, I feel like... I mean, uh, Triana is actively trying to study magic, is the thing. Yes. Not not so much Triana, but Dean is actively wanting to get away from super, super science. science. And Hank... Hank doesn't really have an interest in super science, but he just wants to do something. Be a superhero. Uh, yeah. Well, Which right is... now it's grow up. We don't know what that means necessarily. I think they've been, especially like they really leaned into the idea of like, I get, get into character. And it's like, oh, like uh, an alter ego. 
yeah one might say as a superhero yeah. I, I could see it i could definitely see it going that way for hank hank going superhero does make the most sense but i i, I forgot i forgot her name hmm uh, Wide Whale's daughter. Oh yeah, um, Selena. Yeah, Selena. Or, or Serena. 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 It's Serena. It is Serena. Yeah. Yeah, I don't feel like Serena taking over Wide Whale's operation makes sense. Yeah, I feel like she has no interest. Interest. She in turns that. it into something else. Yeah. But she does. I mean, she's something. actively mm-hmm. going after like science stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she does something different with it. Yeah. You know, like he she takes the up op- she takes all the money and like stuff that he got from those operate from his operations and like turns it into something. That she- maybe she goes full Doctor Z. Yeah, maybe. Mad scientist. Yeah. Rather, rather than mobster. Yeah, mad scientist rather than a mobster. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Uh, um, but yeah. There's there's a movie that's all told through like flashbacks at a funeral, and it feels like right up the sort of thing that they would. Yeah, it does. Uh, it does. Sort of thing they'd reference. So that that's sort of why I would like that because mostly just I'd like to get be right on my guess. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Also, I think it'd be interesting to see forty year old Hank and Dean. Oh yeah, for sure. I think uh, a, I think a time skip is definitely possible. How big that time skip is is unknown. Yeah, there there should be flashbacks to the time in between. Oh yeah, for sure, but for sure, for sure. There needs to be a time skip. Yeah, time skip, and then we get some like non-linear storytelling. Yeah, which I would like. Um, because seeing where Monarch goes from here. Yeah. Right. That. Yeah. Yeah. I can definitely imagine a scene where Hank has to be interviewed for like you know, it's like the the whole it's like the, the League of Clement the, the Guild of Clements intent has their superhero equivalent. You know, you're trying to join a superhero team or whatever. Oh, that's the OSI. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, so we got any superpowers? Well, I'm a clone. <laughs> and they're like, clone? Can you like clone yours? No, I'm just. I was cloned. Like in a test tube? Hmm. I guess we can work with that. I mean, he passed every unpassable test Hunter could send at him. Just put him in the field and watch him go. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just I, That scene feels like it would happen, though. Absolutely. He's the epitome of does not interview well, does not look good on paper. As soon as he starts doing the thing, though, it's like, holy hell. Like when he whipped the gun out of Wide Whale's hand. Yeah. Black. I feel like Wide Whale was letting him on that one because it was pretty obvious. Well, he didn't know it was but... him at first because he was in the dark. That's true. I feel like yeah. that was legit. That happened. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That does kind of remind me um, of like my two favorite scenes in this in both of these seasons. Number mm-hmm. one is the scene where Wide Whale, uh, fucking what's his name, Dante, the the bodyguard guy. Yeah, Dante and Monarch are talking about uh how he was like, I, wait, your name was why are you Italian? I think it was Ong. I'm Italian on my mother's side. 
That one, I studied abroad. And they started talking about, like, oh, yeah, I had a henchman who went fucking to London for two weeks. He was to act normal. Oh, I'm so chuffed, mate. <laughs> yeah. And then that whole conversation about, like, oh, yeah, you just want the, the cool accent so you can get girls. Yeah. Like, oh, please fall into my bosom. Fucking jackass. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Dante is a jackass, but he's like a very fun character. Oh when... yeah, he is. I love... Anytime it has nothing to do with Serena, he's a very fun character. You mean like when he tried to do Mad Libs with the monarch? Yeah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh man. Uh, the uh, the other one, my other favorite, it's probably my favorite scene in all of Venture Brothers, I think, mm-hmm. is when Red Death ties that guy to the train tracks. That, yeah, that is the best villain monologue in anything ever. I will not take comments. Mm-hmm. But go ahead and yeah, no, expand. That, that When he goes on his tangent about gentleman villains and, like, tying people to train tracks and the, the alarm tick, clock. Tick, tuck, tick, tuck, tuck, tick, and, and, tuck. And then he says that thing, well, and now it's just all digital. No ticking, no peril. Yeah. It, and... The way he lays out why that whole shtick works is, like, kind of brilliant, honestly. Is it on this track? It gives you a little bit of hope. You know, et cetera, et cetera. And it's it's just real, yeah. it's just real good. Everything about Red Death. It, I, I wish Red Death was introduced, like, five seasons ago. Because I just want more Red Death. I feel like we could have seen him in season five, at least. Yeah. I think Acton was mentioned in a, a couple of seasons ago, but didn't I? Oh, definitely. There, there's so many characters who just get mentioned offhand that then get flushed out. Yeah, Wide Whale well also got mentioned early on too. I think somewhere. Yeah, it, it's they they do the uh, Star Wars. Every person in the cantina in A New Hope has a name and a backstory now. It, yeah, yeah, but yeah. they do it right. But they do it really well. Yeah. Um. But uh, just wanted to interrupt real quick to take it back. Mm-hmm. Season two of Center World is hitting Netflix on December seventh. Okay. So we absolutely could do that. Yeah, we could just do Center World season and one. And then we two. could do yeah. Infinity then we could do Train. Infinity Train with something else. Or we could just do season one, two, and Infinity Train, one of the two, or one of the other. Or we could finally do something else with Infinity Train. Yeah. Who knows? Um, we'll see. We'll think about it later. But that that's for later. That, um, is, that is for later. But yeah, uh, trying to think what else. Um, mm. Favorite? Do you have a one? singular favorite line not not a whole monologue but like a one line i think it's definitely that that thing that gary said about saint cloud and the oompa loompa not getting beat up by the old woman okay that thing i said earlier yeah Uh, yeah. but um if i pick another one Hmm. mine's kind of disgusting but it's when the monarch goes, what, that I masturbate to hentai because I can't relate to other people? <laughs> the, the masturbating hentai because I can't relate to other people? Wait, no. I know what it is. It's when uh, Brock is killing those like Death Squad guys. And he goes, 
Wait, hold, like, hey, you! Guy who needs to reload. You take a piss. Yeah. And the thing, and he's like, how did you know? He's like, I learned to count when I was three. That, that, it's amazing that that's like the only scene of Brock Samson badassery we got in like the last two seasons. Yeah, which he kind of, which he actually like lampshades in his speech. Yeah. He's like, like, listen, I have been bored as fuck. (laughs) Or like, like when uh, Billy was having uh, the panic attack about St. Cloud sending him that letter. And, yeah. and Rusty was like, hey, Brock, yo, what's up? We got us a level one arching over here. What, you want to fucking ask him? <laughs> yeah. <sighs> that whole episode is, is uh, that's my favorite episode. Ab- yeah, I absolutely. Uh, just the whole sequence of Monarch and Gary training St. Cloud. Yeah, yeah. was absolutely wonderful. What flavor is this? Cloud, it's making me hungry. Pineapple, restart. <laughs> mm, yes. <laughs> what the heck was that? Make me laugh. It sounded uh, like a, it sounded like a a fucking one of those chickens. You know, the one with the thing with the squeaky toy thing deflating. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I fucking hate Saint Cloud. I fucking love you're, Saint Cloud. You're supposed to hate Saint Cloud. He's the worst. He he's he he's exactly what you imagine a horrible little pervert on the internet is. Yeah, I I I just remembered that scene where fucking Billy was in his bathroom and he was using the hand puppet from Mister Rogers' Neighborhood to wash himself. <sighs> Yeah, that killed me a little. And then White, even though it's not the real one, but and then still, White was in the background just being, "Hey, look, I'm from Flock of Seagulls." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so fucking stupid. Oh man. Ooh. All right. Yeah, that, that's I don't the, got anything else. Yeah, to me say. neither. I'm I'm All looking right. forward to the movie. I, I, I'm waiting with bated breath. I, I cannot fucking wait. Oh, I'm sure. All right. Anyway, uh, we're going to take another quick break. And when we get back, we'll close this bitch out. We'll see you then. All right. And welcome back for the last time this episode to Acme Podcast Incorporated. Uh, so that's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're done with Venture Bros until the movie comes out. Finally. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, it, I, I'll be honest. First few seasons were a bit of a slog, but you know what? The first three are horrible. The first three I'm, are I'm not... the first three are bad. Three is where I really two and three really start setting up a lot of like the story stuff. Yeah, yeah. But overall the seasons themselves are not great. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of payoff for people who have been watching the show for a while, but you know. Yeah. Four, I think, is the turning point in full. Yeah. Um, not in full. I think five is where it fully turns around. Yeah, five is really where we get the full turn. Four. Four is sort of four is the culmination of everything that came before it, and five is the setup for what comes after. Yeah, for sure. Um, which is funny because a lot of season five 
were episodes that were originally planned for season four, hmm. but got bumped. Interesting. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so that's that. Uh, mm-hmm. If you'd like to give us feedback, we'd really appreciate that. Uh, please give us, you know, rate us, rate and review on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts. Podbay, wherever. Wherever. Um, five stars if possible. We'd really appreciate it. If you, if you think but, we deserve it. Yep, we'll take what we can get. We will. Because feedback is feedback. And more than that, feedback is encouraging. Even if it's bad, it's encouraging because we know someone's listening. Yeah, we know if people are listening through the analytics, but it's nice to hear from them. Do we really? Because that could just be bots downloading and scanning. I mean, listen. I don't trust on this in, in this modern day and age. I don't trust. The only people I know for sure listen to us are the people that we're friends with. This is true. Listen. And people who are a lot, and people who follow me on Tumblr. Yeah. But the, the rest could just be bots that automatically download to scan for for Hootenanny. Hootenanny and Hoedowns. And and, 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 and hijinks and, and Tom shenanigans. Tomfoolery. Monkey shines. Hoopla. All right, I think we've, yeah. I think we've exhausted yeah. our, our synonyms. Yeah, but, so yeah, give us a review. Uh, but if you want to contact us directly at the, here, you can find us through the email at acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. Can I get that one more time? That's acmepodcastinc at gmail.com. That's A-C-M-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S-I-N-C at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at at Inc. Podcast. That's at I-N-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S. Where can they find us on Tumblr, Kai? Uh, You can find us on Tumblr at acmepodcasts.tumblr.com. That's acmepodcasts.tumblr.com. And the email's empty, and the tweets are empty, and the ask box is empty. So all that's left to do is uh, to plug ourselves. So, Kai, why don't you go first? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at kaiju underscore emperor. That's K-A-I-J-U underscore E-M-P-E-R-O-R. And you can also find me on Tumblr at kaiju dash emperor. Spelled the exact same way. And those are retweets, reblogs, things I like. Usually art, animation, and other stupid shit like that. Uh, you can also... But if you want to think original for me, you can find my side blog on Tumblr. Kai's Tome. K-A-I-S-T-O-M-E. Uh, and that's where I post mostly my original tabletop stuff and reblog other people's original tabletop stuff. Mostly D&D, but sometimes other things. All right. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at at Turbo Honcho. That's at T U R B O H O. Yeah, at T U R B O H O N C H O. Honcho. Yeah, at Turbo Honcho. Uh, that's it. Well, also next time is a very special episode. 
It's our 50th episode, Whoa. and we're going to be watching something real good and special and something we're both real excited about, Roger Rabbit. Yeah, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? One of my favorite films of all time. Period. Yeah. Like, easily. Easy. But, um, look forward to that. I... Mm-hmm. Hold on, I, I need to confirm a fact real quick before I say what I want to say. About Roger Rabbit? Uh, that's something related. Okay. Uh, yeah, okay. It's my second favorite Bob Hoskins performance. What's your first? Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> Not kidding. I genuinely love that movie. My name is Mario Mario, and this is my brother, Luigi Mario. <laughs> that's still canon. It is. Uh. Anyway. Yeah. I love that movie. I really do. I've only seen it once or twice, but really, I love that. I, I love it. It's good. Fuck you. Uh, not you. Whoever wants to say otherwise. Fuck you. Uh, but that's it until next time. Don't be a jackass. We'll see you then. Bye. All right. Okay.